This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, July 16th, 2017. Reaching out there, given by our Connection Youth who recently attended a mission trip to McDowell County, West Virginia. So, I was a teenager in the early 80s, and uh, I remember coming into Welch that there, there's only one red light there now but there used to be like five red lights in inside town and when you would come up to that first red light the only red light that's left right now you would have traffic sitting right there and you would have to wait in line to get into town to be able to find a parking place just to go in and do your shopping at one time Welch was known as Little New York <laughs> with, with all the stores and everything that was there, people, it, if you traveled anywhere in the county, if you came to Welch, that was a big deal. That was that was major to come to Welch. Coal built this state. McDowell mm -hmm. County is the poorest county in in probably United States right now. Mm, wow. Uh, it's the uh, number one in drug addiction. It's the number one in overdose. On drugs right now, mm. but McDowell County built this state. Wow. Hundred thousand down to about what eighteen thousand now, something like 18 that. Eighteen to twenty, I think. I think there's twenty, twenty some thousand here right now. Right across the tracks here, there was uh, a uh, company store where that uh, the guys would get paid. They would pay them in script, and that was a little coin that had the company's name on it. They would take that script over to the company store and they would spend their money that they made from the coal mines back into the stores that were owned by the coal mines and they would bring their groceries back to their houses that was owned by the coal mine. And they paid their rent with script. So every month, all the money that they made at the coal mine went right back to the coal mine. morning. I'm Alan Jones. I'm one of the pastors here, and I had the privilege of leading your senior high youth on a mission trip out to West Virginia. That's a, a new friend of ours, uh, Tony Blankenship. He and his wife own the uh, bed and breakfast, and they allowed us to travel around the mountain from the town we were in over to that next town, that town Gary, in order to take a shower every day after a long, hot day of work. And Tony and his wife were just wonderful Christian brothers and sister who were generous and giving and sharing. He was talking about the county we went to, McDowell County. McDowell County, which at one point in the 50, I think was the high point, had 100,000 people. And now it has 20,000. He talked about the county seat, Welch, the next town from him. Welch, where at one time five traffic lights, now one, but... <laughs> They had the first municipal parking lot in the United States back in 1941, first one. It's funny, that it still exists. We took that picture. You don't see many cars in there now, do, do you? No. 1987, McDowell County, the, the income in that year alone dropped by two-thirds. Thanks to a decrease in coal production 
an increase in the mechanization of cutting coal out of the mountain, and also with the exit of U.S. steel from that region. Yeah. And he also talked about that county, how they're a number one. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, they're the number one county in this country in uh, drug-related death. In fact, their rate of drug-related death is 10 times the national average. McDowell County's got a, a lot of challenges, thanks to a decrease in the economics over the last half century. We went out there not to change the world, <laughs> not to even change the county, not even to change the town, but to just share God's love in a real practical way, one family at a time.
want you to help me say thank you to Bill Trench and Amy Pickering as the adult leaders on this trip. They did an awesome job, and um, what we're going to do is we were split into three groups, work groups. Uh, each of us had a group with us. I'm going to ask each of them to, to tell you a little bit about their work group, and then the, uh, the youth will tell you who they are, what they took away from this project, what they brought back with them. I don't mean physically, but, you know, spiritually, emotionally, and what they're going to do about it once they're, since they're back here. Amy? was the Lloyd's Ramp project. Um, there were six youth and two adult leaders, and we were paired with another church group from Mississippi. So it was myself and then their leader, Sam. Um, we had Brianna and Matthew in our group. Our task, uh, Mr. Well, we were building a ramp for Mr. Lloyd. Mr. Lloyd was an 81-year-old Army veteran, and he walked with a cane. And our task was to build a wheelchair accessible ramp. So we had to remove an old set of stairs that was already existing, build a five by eight platform, a 24 foot ramp with another five by eight platform as a turnaround and another ramp coming down. When they assigned us this project, they knew we were not gonna be able to complete it in the four days that we had. So we started the project and then the other groups that are coming after us in the following weeks were actually gonna complete the project. So we are going to hear from the youth on our team, Matthew, and then Brianna. All right. My name is uh, Matthew Novosel, and uh, I learned that even if you don't have much, doesn't mean you can't. You don't have a good life. All you really need to have a good life is God and whatever is necessary. And, and um, as a result of this trip, I'm gonna learn to more, appreciate my life more and appreciate what I have rather than wanting more things than what I need. Um, my name is Brianna Daly. What I took away was the happiness, the love, and the relationship, the relationships that I have been building over the trip. And as a result of the trip, I think I'm gonna help more my community and just share God's love and faith and just do the, just help a lot of people around. So my name is Bill Trench. It's my cheering crowd. Um, so, we knew God was in this from the beginning, so we, we got there the first day, and um, we got together as leaders, and they, they chose the teams and the, the work uh, assignments, and in, the, in doing that, they, uh, they, had to, um, they had names for each group, and one was the delightful drills, and the other was the wacky wrenches, so I was supposed to be the delightful drills, and I said, I really like that name, I said, can I be the wacky wrenches? And then I found out that the Wacky Wrenches were going to dig a ditch for 30 feet, 6 feet deep. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll do that. But um, um, 
But it was good because we got together with four of our youth and four of their youth in, from Mississippi, and we, uh, we got to dig a trench. Um, and it was 30 feet long, and it was probably about six feet deep at the deepest point. Um, it was a monumental task, and it was one in which the group before us actually turned down. So the group before us came in and said, we're not doing that. Of course, they didn't tell us we had a choice until we got done, but, <laughs> but literally, we, we, we took it as a challenge, and we were able to take uh, Miss Sandy's home, which was a, a ranch home that had uh, a lower level in the back, and there was a berm in the back for about three feet, and it went back all the way to the river, and we had to dig a trench from that, that drainage area all the way back to the river, and um, it was crazy. Uh, we, we looked at it and said, we'll never finish this. And then uh, the second day came and we said, we have to finish this. And we said, if we're gonna do it, we need more people. So we got another person from another team and we then um, really, really worked hard. And then the third or the fourth day, we actually grabbed four more people from the other teams because we really wanted to get this thing done. And we nearly did it. Uh, we, we got about, we got the whole 30 feet done and we were almost about two feet left and about five feet of getting it done. But it wasn't about getting it finished, it was about what we learned. And the trench itself became um, more about the good life for us. Because every day we went out there, we were facing obstacles, we were facing pipes, we were facing rocks, we were facing, you name it, we were facing obstacles all throughout every single day. The heat was crazy, the humidity was unbelievable. And these guys just went out there wholeheartedly and gave it every bit they had. And it was just like the good life in that when we did, couldn't do any more, we turned to God and we said, God, give us the strength. And he gave us the strength to take one more hit with the pickaxe or one more shovel uh, scoop. And we did it together. You know, God doesn't want us to do this alone. He wants us to do it together. And we learned exactly what it meant to do it together was because we couldn't do it by ourselves. You couldn't get it done by yourselves. We had to do shifts and we had to pull people out and put people in and people were just high-fiving as they'd come out with the pickaxe and we broke pickaxes, we broke uh, hammers and we broke, you name it, we broke it. Because there was rocks like you wouldn't believe in this ditch. But at the end of it, it was, it was a real life lesson for all of us and I was just honored and, and amazed at what these guys were able to do. Um, so I want to turn it over to Hannah, Anna, uh, Tyler, and Gabe to give you a little bit of background on what they learned and what they took away from it. My name is Hannah Pickering, and what I took away from this week was I was able to see how present God was in all of our lives as we were digging the trench. We ran into tons of pipes and boulders and a whole bunch of different things, but Every single pipe happened to not be in service, so we could go right through them. We didn't have to go around them and figure out different ways to drain this lady's basement. And um, we were just able to make great friendships with people from Mississippi, and we're still in contact with them, and they're helping us continue to grow in our faith as they grow in their own faith. And it just was a week surrounded by God and his love, and we were able to see how much we are loved and how much love the community gave us for helping them. And what I'm going to do as a result of the trip is 
continue to grow in my faith and do more service projects. Hello, my name is Tyler Love. And what I took away from the trip is uh, God's love shining through us and through the people we're helping because the lady that we were helping, she barely knew us and even when we were all dirty from digging, she invited us in her house to cool off. And on the last day, she uh, got us ice cream to eat. So that was nice. <laughs> and then what I'm gonna take back as a result of the trip is to help and service people because people that are less fortunate than us and barely know us are giving us stuff. So I'm more fortunate so I can give up a little stuff since little, little works go a long way. Hello, um, my name is Gabe, and what I took away from this week is um, there's love everywhere, and again, there's uh, nothing people won't do um, when you're helping them out in such big ways like uh, some of us did. I mean, all of us did, but, um, and I want to acknowledge someone real quick. Thank you, Anna, for being everyone's mom for the week. <laughs> Um, and what are, what, what am I going to take away from this trip? That would probably be, um, to try and work harder and try and help out whenever I can. Um, my name is Anna Wilkins. Um, from this week, I took away the importance of fellowship with like other Christians because it's important to have your own personal relationship with God but um, you have a lot more peace when you're with other Christians so it was easy to focus on the task at hand and trying to serve God instead of what's tomorrow or like what was yesterday and um, from the trip as a result I'm going to <laughs> try and um, spread my faith a little bit more and keep making Christian friends. And those are my friends who aren't Christian, try and spread some love and um, just keep hope for a good future. Thanks. My group had the privilege of um, serving at Marcy's house now, Marcy, I don't know a whole lot about her because she wasn't there much. One, one day at lunch, she stopped in for maybe 10 minutes. She was working. She worked at the local bank. And uh, uh, I think she, she seemed to be a middle-aged uh, single woman who um, was very, very appreciative of what we were doing there and very gracious because the next day she left us a casserole in the refrigerator along with some waters. The, the water was great because it was ice cold. The heating a casserole up as hot and uh, tired as we were, we had to say thank you, but we weren't real hungry because of how hot it was and sweaty and all that sort of thing. But she was a most gracious and appreciative lady for what we were doing and were about to do. Our group was all from Connection. We didn't get to join any other groups. It was all from Connection. We had three projects within our home. One was in the bathtub. Well, let me just go with that one. We had a, a deck where we put took off the old... Um, um, railing 
and also the old steps and streamers, and we replaced them with new. Inside, along the bathtub, there had been a hole that obviously water was going to get through. She had tried to patch it with a piece of flooring, and apparently that wasn't working so well, so our crew went in and tore it down to um, where we could put up some drywall, and uh, the next step will be some um, plastic surround to keep the um, water from leaking other than where it's supposed to go. In that same bathroom, uh, we put in a um, cabinet under a sink. Now, real challenge is this is a kind of sink that really doesn't have a cabinet. It's not really designed for a cabinet, but that was the assignment, and our able-bodied uh, crew was able to do a, a magnificent job on a challenging situation. We were blessed with uh, two staff members from YouthWorks. Uh, one came out for a day and a half, and she had to leave. The other came out for a day and a half, and they were just wonderfully patient with these uh, challenges, and they worked very well with our youth. And so we were blessed to work on Marcy's house, and I'll let the youth tell you a little bit more about what that meant to them. My name is Mitchell, as they gladly told you all already. Um, <laughs> what I'm going to take away from this relation from this week is all the relationships that I made. We built new relationships with people from Mississippi, Pennsylvania. Um, we helped grow relationships with ourselves, which was real nice. And most importantly, we um, grew in our relationship with God, and that was just a really good thing to do. And I'm going to do what I'm going to do as a result. I'm going to continue to serve, continue to grow a relationship with these people, and more, more importantly, continue my relationship with God. Oh, my name is Marco. Um, what did you take away? Um, even though you may not have a lot, you can still have faith. To the lady we had, she gave us food, but we didn't take it. And she had a nice dog, and <laughs> yeah. And what are you gonna do? I'm gonna do back to the community, because they community didn't, couldn't like do back to their own, because they don't have money. Bye. Sarah Luck, and what I took away was the thankfulness because even though we didn't get to see her for a long time, for about two minutes, uh, we were still able to try and get the job done. I was in the bathroom, and we took down the towels on the first day, but we were absolutely clueless of how to put up drywall and everything else on the second, so I was thankful to have somebody come as the manager to help us drill and figure out how to do things correctly. And I was just thankful that she made us something, and even though she didn't have a lot, she went and spent money to go and get us water bottles and snacks and everything, even though she didn't have to do that at all. But she did. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go on more mission trips outside the country and help my community. My name's Carlin Schuler, and what did I take away from this trip? What I took away was just the fellowship and the love that I got to see. 
it was amazing to meet this woman who we barely knew. She didn't know us. We were just in her house fixing things. And I remember seeing her the first day and the first thing she said, how thankful she was for us and how much she loved us for what we were doing. And I remember how much that just warmed my heart because we were doing something really good for this community and we were just showing our love for them and God's love. And what am I going to do as a result for this trip is I'm going to continue to spread that love in any way that I can. It can be the smallest or big thing. And I just wanna to continue to share my faith. My name is Emily Novosel, and I took away how generous everybody there was. They didn't have much, but they still gave us water and snacks and stuff. And like Pastor Allen said, Marcy left us a casserole. Especially when we had to move churches because of a fire safety rule, they were all very generous. They kept asking, what can we do to help? Help, is there anything we can do for you? And so what I'm going to take away from that is I'm going more generous with what I have because if they can give what little they have, have then I can give some of how much I have. Um, real quick, we wanted to say a couple thank yous. So, Miss Amy, you weren't in um, our group and we didn't get the chance to work with you while we were on the sites, but Miss um, Amy was in our sleeping room. Bless her. Um, and <laughs> No matter like how grumpy and much we didn't want to move in the mornings, like she would wake us up like 20 times before <laughs> before we really were like were eating breakfast, um, or after we were supposed to be eating breakfast, <laughs> and also like at night when we were supposed to be sleeping, but we were bouncing off the walls. <laughs> um, she was just very patient with us and like uplifting and kind. So thank you, thank you. This is a gift for Bill Trench. Uh, he was in my group. He was uh, in my dorm too, so he gave us good, he was a good leader. And while we were working, he's a hard worker. He was always, he wasn't just sitting in the back. He was getting in there in the trench with us, digging and stuff. And he's also a good supervisor, so not only was he working with us, he was also making sure we were coordinated and getting the job done the most effective way. And he's a good, um, He's a good person to talk to. He gives great advice on Wednesday when we were opening up to each other. He didn't judge anything. He gave good advice and all that. Uh, this one's for Pastor Allen. He got us to West Virginia safely to the church and back in one piece. I was, <laughs> I was his navigator, but I kind of fell asleep my bed. <laughs> this is for you. Thank you. Is Pastor Kara around here? I don't think she is. Well, this, there you are.
very thankful to be a leader with this youth group, and I just want to express how proud I am of this group. They worked really hard. They took on all the challenges that were given to them. They were very flexible. They were very polite, and throughout the week, it was amazing to see God working through them and how far they have come in that week. They had bonded with the other groups. They, they were welcoming, and I just felt an overwhelming sense of pride, and I am really thankful that I got to go on this trip. So it's, it's amazing what God knew in advance when he uh, set up this group because he knew exactly who was going, when they were going, and who they would be with. And the group that we were with, it was 52 people totally. So just having lunch or breakfast was a challenge, you know. Uh, it, it was a, a work of art in the way they architected everything. And, you know, the, the work was really important, and we, we really did work very hard. But there was much more to it than that. Um, we did devotions every morning. We did uh, worship every night. We, um, we had church time together. And it was just amazing to see how God worked in each one of these guys and myself over the week and how it just broke us down every day. And by Wednesday night, people were just broken. And, and in that brokenness, we found each other and we found God. And it was amazing. And so it was much more than just the work. Um, God brings us together for a reason, and hopefully everyone here, and I know these guys feel this way, that we need each other. You can't do this alone, and that's what God taught us this week. Thank you. We had two other members of the group, and unfortunately they couldn't be here with us this morning. Olivia Sloan, her father, told me for a service that she was um, not feeling well this morning. So appreciate if you would keep Olivia in prayer. And Sierra Bellamare got here just in time last night, I think, to repack to go on another trip someplace. So Sierra, both of, both of whom were on my team, neither could be here this morning, unfortunately. Please keep them both in prayer. Um, it's interesting because I'm a very task-focused person, so we really wanted to finish the task this week. And now, all we had left was the railing down the steps, and of course, it rained that day for about an hour, hour and a half. Just enough time to keep us from getting the railing done. And I know you guys wanted to finish the trench, Bill Trench, and you guys, I'm sure, wanted to finish, but none of us got to finish the project, did we? And I got to thinking about that, and, 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 and I think there's a message in that, you know. Um, It's not about us, it's not about us finishing, and we never finish the task, really. It's God's task, and he brought people before us, and he's gonna bring people after us, and we're just doing this little piece here after the ones that went before and in preparation for the ones to follow. So it was just really a great reminder that, that it's not about us, that it's about the kingdom, it's about the others, and that our job is to work together to get those things done, amen? Amen. And I also wanted to say thanks to Connection Community Church, to all y'all, because of your support, both financial support, church financial, individuals who, who uh, help fund uh, some of the trips here, and also just the um, spiritual and prayerful support. I know 
Many of you were praying while we were away, and especially when we were on the road. It was a tough, tough trip back. It was about 13 hours for an eight-hour trip with traffic jams in D.C. and uh, an accident on 95 that took two lanes down, or four lanes down to two, and uh, we were half an hour further away to get started because of the change of venue out there, and uh, just a lot of things made it a really long trip home. We appreciate all the prayers, and we know that that was uh, most beneficial. The, um, the focus this week was, as you can see on these shirts, the good light. And several who came up mentioned the good light. And the scripture was John 10.10, 10, where Jesus talks about that he's the good shepherd. He talks about the sheep, and he talks about the thief. And we talk about this a lot in church. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he says, but I come to bring the good life and to bring it to the full. And so that this week, I think, we, the adults, and especially the youth, got to see that the good life isn't material in nature, even though we got to use some materials to maybe help out a little bit with some homes out there. But the good life has to do with relationship, most especially our relationship with Jesus Christ, who died for us. And then also the relationship we have one with another in the name of Jesus Christ, as you heard many share that this morning. And so we've been talking about reaching out this month of July. Started out reaching out with a shoebox. <laughs> Some kid on the other side of the world that you may never meet. Last week, Kerry talked about reaching out here and in this locale, reaching out pretty close to home, reaching out here. And then this week, we've got the opportunity to reach out there. Next week, we're going to talk about reaching out everywhere, here, there, everywhere. But our focus this week was reaching out there. And our question, because there's always a question at Connection Church on Sunday morning, the question today is, are you ready to go out there when God calls you? Are you open to that call? I, it may not be McDowell County, West Virginia. In fact, chances are it won't be, but who knows where it might be. What town, what county, what family, what opportunity God's going to make available to you to reach out, out there? And are you ready? Are you open? Are you prepared? Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Now, most holy God, I thank you for this week. I thank you for the opportunity you've given us. Thank you for the opportunity you gave me to just see uh, faith in action. I thank you for each youth that took part in this. I thank you for the leadership, the adult leadership. Thank you for those who supported in whatever way. We especially thank you to... Uh, Allow us to be your hands and feet, most holy God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for your patience. And we just thank you for, for uh, allowing us to partner with you in some really incredible kingdom work. We say this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All Connection Church said, Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692.